Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushbu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with so much excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back. It's another episode of the Fit and Fulfill podcast. My name is Kishwe, and I am your host on this podcast. We chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development, and the whole crux of this show is for you to realize that you can be, do, or have whatever you want. You are a powerful being who has everything within you to create the life that not only looks good from the outside, but one that feels really amazing. And no matter what it is that your heart desires, no matter what it is that you would like to manifest for yourself, you can. But it's just by learning how to tap into that power and to unleash the potential that resides within you. And with this podcast, I really try to break down the principles of the process of manifestation so that it's not just a trendy, cool concept that you can talk about, but instead it's something that you're actually intentionally leveraging the power of in your day-to-day life. And especially now, there is so much conflicting advice in terms of how to manifest when it comes, sorry, on the internet. And when it comes to A, deciphering what is false and what is actually what actually works versus actually being consistent, it can be very challenging. And so with this podcast, I try to make it as simple as possible because I want you to end every episode having some kind of takeaway, some kind of concrete step or action that you can take in order to move forward within your life. And today's podcast episode is inspired by a conversation, well, multiple conversations I feel like I've been having in the last couple of weeks. And it has to do with trusting the voice of your intuition finding your purpose and actually knowing what to do next, especially after the pandemic. It's, it's not surprising that a lot of people are wanting more from themselves for, for themselves, a deeper level of fulfillment that materialistic stuff can bring. And that comes with knowing what your purpose is. And it could also be a situation whereby you want to start something for yourself. So let's say it's a business or maybe it's by manifesting a specific desire, but just not knowing what exactly that business idea looks like or not really knowing the action step to move past your problem. And here's the thing is that in these moments, it's really easy to get stuck in the narrative. I'm so stuck. Nothing works out for me. I don't know what to do. But instead, we need to be asking better questions. How can I move forward? I, and being actually open and willing to the guidance that comes through. And that means really allowing yourself to trust the voice of your intuition. This is the all-knowing part of you that has all the solutions and is constantly doling out the right guidance to help you move forward based on whatever it is that you desire. But unless we know how to tune into that voice, it's going to be very hard to listen to that voice of your intuition. And instead, we're going to be running our lives through the voice of our ego, the part of us that's trying to protect us, conjuring up all these fears, all these limitations, all these doubts, all these insecurities, all these negative thoughts as a way to keep you safe, to keep you comfortable and keep you stuck in the familiar. 
And the more we feed into that mental chatter that's not really serving us, the more we're going to perpetuate our current circumstances, the more we're going to find ourselves recreating unwanted patterns. And here's the thing when it comes to tuning into your intuition. The reason why it is so crucial and so necessary is because your intuition is essentially the portal to that higher power, whether you refer to the higher power as God, the universe, angels, nature, your intuition, infinite intelligence, whatever it is. And essentially, it is the way your subconscious mind communicates with your conscious mind. And your subconscious mind is constantly doling out the right people, ideas, resources, and opportunities to help you move forward. But here's the thing is that if we're letting that mental chatter reside in our mind, and so we're getting caught up in anxieties, in fear, in doubts, in limitations, and not actually doing the necessary inner work to weed out that noise, it's going to be very hard to pay attention to that intuitive voice. And a lot of times when we are in that period, that we feel stuck. And I say it because, trust me, I've been in a lot of times and that's why I'm so passionate about what I do because I've seen what happens when you make small changes to your life, to your habits and actually do what is necessary. You will see your life change. You will see your life open up. You will see things coming to you with so much more ease. But again, we have to stop being so stuck to our old ways of being. But here's, like I was saying, when it comes to our intuition, it's a very faint voice. And initially, it can be very hard to listen to, but you'll find that the more you do the necessary deep internal work to minimize that noise, the clearer that voice becomes. And the more you trust that intuitive voice, the louder it becomes. And first and foremost, we have to realize that when I say doing the deep internal work, it's not this cool concept you do when you have time or when you have enough funds, but it's really something your life depends on. Because if we don't do the deep internal work, and when I say deep internal work, what I mean is literally working through your fears, your doubts, your limitations, and everything else within you that paralyzes you from actually moving forward, from actually taking the necessary action to get you from where you are to where you want to be, you're going to find yourself like I said, recreating old patterns. And it's the same way is that, let's say you're at a party and the music is really loud. Your friend could be telling you the most amazing story, but you're going to have absolutely no idea what she's saying. Not because she's not telling you the story, but it's because the music is so loud. And that's the exact same phenomenon that happens with our intuition. When our ego is so loud and we keep feeding the voice of our ego, the, the voice of our intuition gets drowned out. And like I said, is that the more we tune into that voice of your intuition and the more you trust it, over time, that voice becomes louder. And what I will say is that oftentimes, the voice of your intuition and so the guidance that comes through, it makes no sense. And your ego will throw out all the reasons why you should not move forward. It will literally throw a shit show because your ego wants to win. But you have to now lean in and trust. And it's really about developing a relationship with your intuition. And it's in small ways saying, how can I lean into this voice? And I always tell my clients this is, if you're somebody who is very indecisive, even when you go out at a restaurant and you take ages to decide what you want to order, 
give yourself 10 seconds and say, okay, 10 seconds, I have to decide what I bought and see what comes through. And then again, over time, you will see that when it comes to making the big, bigger decisions, you've cultivated the muscle that comes with trusting the voice of your intuition. And the more you do so, the more you can now rely on yourself when it comes to making big decisions in your life. Because think about how often you ask so many people for their advice, their opinions, what do you think I should do? And then you end up feeling even more confused than when you started. Because here's the thing is that everyone is giving you advice based on their own experiences there and they're also projecting their own fears and limitations and that's why a be very mindful about who you go to for advice but b you have to start relying on yourself because no one knows what is better for you than your intuition and i always tell this to my clients i'm like at the end of the day if you're coming to work with me because you think i'm going to give you the answers then i'm not the person you want to work with because i'm not god i don't know what is right for your life but what i will help you do and what i will empower you with is the action steps to help you become more open and receptive to the guidance that your intuition is giving you I will guide you through the processes to help you turn down the voice of your ego, to help you work through those fears, those doubts, those insecurities, those negative thoughts, those limitations, and whatever else negative chatter that is crowding your mind. And the more you do it, the more you weed out that noise, you'll find that tuning in becomes a lot easier. And I've shared this before on an earlier podcast, but I'll share it again, is that Last year, when I was in a crossroads, so I was in London and I was booking my ticket to India and I got like that boarding school feeling where I was like, I just don't want to go back. And I realized, okay, this is not a way to live your life. If you're not enjoying one aspect of your life, you got to change it. And I remember meditating on it. I was just like, hey, what do I do? Like, I feel so stuck. I don't know what to do. And at the time, it seemed like there was no solution, but I was meditating on the affirmation, I'm open to creative solutions. I remember coming out of my meditation and there was some voice that came through with like, go to Dubai. And on paper, it made zero sense because A, I've never really been a fan of Dubai for more than like a few days because I always had this notion that it was plastic. It was pretentious. What would I go and do there? I don't have a home there. All of these things came up and on paper. But then it just felt right in my bones. And, you know, I've trusted my intuition on so many occasions, especially when it did make sense. And so that's why I was like, okay, it's a no-brainer. It makes zero sense, but I'm just going to trust that voice. And not only was the whole shift so seamless and so easy, but I had the best, best, best nine months ever. And I'm so excited to go back and after the summer. And another example of that, comes to mind is back in 2018. This was in, I think it was like February, 2018. I just come back from Le Cordon Bleu in London and the plan was to go into food consulting. And so I was speaking to a large multinational coffee shop. I'm not going to say the name, but I think you can piece it together. And after a few interviews, they offered me a role, a full-time role to take over the food and beverage section of India. And the voice of my ego is like, take it, take it. What an amazing corporation to be associated with. And at the time I thought I wanted to go into food consulting, but in my mind, initially I wanted to do it part-time so that I could still continue coaching my clients. But the role meant it would have to be a full-time role. 
And I went back and forth and just, there was just something within me. It was like, there's no way in hell you can give up coaching, like no way. And so I, much to my ego's dismay, I turned down the role. And at the time it was scary. It was uncertain because it just seemed like I was giving up such a good opportunity. Then about like a couple of weeks later, I came across a life coaching certification, which I signed up for and went through a couple of months later, started coaching clients on manifestation. So for a few years, I was doing both nutrition coaching and manifestation coaching. And now I'm just doing the latter. And I am living a life whereby every day I'm just so, so grateful for the work that I do and the business I've cultivated, the clients I get to work with, the impact I'm able to make. And I would not be receiving A, as much fulfillment from the role if I went with it. And B, I would not be making the kind of money I'm making today because I know the way companies in India pay. <laughs> trust me, I would not be making the same. And see, I would not have the freedom and flexibility that my current business offers me both in terms of financial and time freedom. And so again, if I let my, the voice of my ego win, I would be very unhappy right now. I'd probably be frustrated. Maybe I would have quit. Who knows? But leaning in and trusting that voice of my intuition that at the time made zero sense, it opened up a whole new world for me and a whole new, unlocked a whole new level of joy and satisfaction. And that's why it's so important not only to do the deep internal work, but to carve out periods whereby you're actually just silencing your mind. And now meditation has become very widespread, which is incredible because it's not just about the cool concept, oh, I meditate or like, you know, being religious. It's not, or being spiritual, but it's giving yourself that opportunity and time whereby you are in a state of stillness, whereby you are connecting with your intuition and actually leading into that voice because we're so used to always being on the go, constantly doing. But when we're constantly doing, 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 where is the space to actually receive, receive, receive? And it's funny because a lot of people ask me, like, how are you so disciplined? Like, how do you meditate every morning? And bear in mind, I don't meditate for like 40 minutes, an hour. I meditate, meditate for like 10, 15 minutes a day. On some days, maybe it's a bit more if I'm at home and have time on my hands. But I'm consistent. I don't miss a day. I could be exhausted. I will be hungover, but I will still sit down and meditate, even though it's for five minutes. And so people ask me, like, how are you so disciplined? But in my mind, I'm thinking, why would I deny myself this opportunity to tune inwards and receive guidance to help me move forward, to help me unlock a new level of happiness? Why would I create this barrier of joy by giving up a habit that I know is so beneficial to my long-term satisfaction? And in these moments of silence, that is when you will get the breakthroughs, the epiphanies, the aha moments, and actually take the necessary action to move forward. And when it comes to manifestation, action is really important, but not action that is coming from a place of control, from frenzy, from your logic. Because remember, your logic is nothing more than accumulation of your past experiences. And so if you're relying on your logic to tell you what the next best step is, you're going to find that it's not really taking you to where you want to go. It might create some kind of shift, some kind of movement, but not to the level that you want. But the difference is, is that when you're taking action from a place of inspiration, so aligned action, that is coming from the voice of your intuition. And if you break up the word inspiration, all it means is in spirit. And that is when you are connected to your higher self. That is when you are connected to your intuition. But again, in order to receive the guidance in terms of what that inspired action looks like based on your goal and desired outcome, you need to actually tune inwards. And 
I know it can feel very uncomfortable to slow down. And I say that because trust me, as someone who used to pride herself and wear being busy as a badge of honor, it feels really uncomfortable to actually just slow down and give yourself permission to just be. Because again, your ego will tell you you're being lazy, you're being unproductive. But in those moments when you are stuck, the best thing you can do is just to be. Stop trying to do more because that doing more is only pushing you more out of alignment with where you want to go. But instead, redefine what those periods of silence actually mean, those periods of just being still and being being still and being silent. Those are the periods whereby you are allowing yourself to be receptive, allowing yourself to be open to the guidance that is coming through. And that's something which I'm consciously trying to do right now is to practice the art of being. And that means giving myself unconditional permission to just have a day whereby I'm not doing anything. Like on Saturday, funny enough, I had a plan in the night, but I'd gone for a run in the morning. And then part of me was like, oh, I should call a friend. Maybe I should go out. Maybe I should go like wander on Oxford Street. Maybe I should like do some work. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm just gonna lie in my bed. And I literally laid on my bed for like seven hours. And I watched some TV in between. I, I read a bit, but there was some, for some of those hours, I was just being, I was just like literally staring at my ceiling. And in the past, it would have made me so uncomfortable because of what my ego was telling me that meant. But it was funny because the next day I was so productive. I got so much work done because I was just like flooded with so many ideas of things I wanted to do. And it felt very effortless because it was coming from a place of inspiration. And I really challenge you is that if you find that you're someone who's a constant doer, a hustler, a go-getter, it's amazing. And I really commend you for it. But you have to realize that everything comes down to an energetic balance. And so 50% of the time you need to be doing, doing, and the other 50% focus on being, being, how can I just lean back and receive? Because if you're constantly leaning in and doing more, but you're not leaning back and receiving, eventually, not only are you going to push yourself out of alignment and live from a place of imbalance, but you're also going to burn yourself out. You're going to, and that alone will create so much. And also another thing I want to add is just to, you know, really let this point land is when you're doing this deep internal work to weed out those that med- negative noise, the negative beliefs, the limiting narratives, the doubts, fears, insecurities, and honey, we all have them. So, you know, like I just want to say that because a lot of times we even feel embarrassed enough to say that, oh, I'm scared of something which seems very small. But when it, when you have a fear, to some one person it might seem tiny, but when you're the one going through it, your ego will amplify it to such a degree that it paralyzes you. And so just honor, okay, I have these fears, I have these irrational doubts and limitations, but I'm, I have the, enough courage within me to actually work through them. But think of it when you are cleaning your wardrobe, you're cleaning and then suddenly you come across a top you completely forgot you owned. Or let's say you pull out a pair of jeans you haven't worn in months and you go into the pockets and you come across a $10 bill and you're like, oh, this feels really good. Oh, how amazing. And that's exactly the same when it comes to doing this deep internal work. The more you weed out that noise that is not serving you, that is when the aha moments, the breakthroughs and epiphanies pour out. And that's why when clients reach out to me because of not knowing what their purpose is and wanting to figure it out or when they feel stuck, it gets me really excited because they have no idea what's in store for them. 
And the fact that they are now brave enough to confront whatever it is that's holding them back and allowing themselves to be supported to move forward, it is a given that they're going to receive whatever guidance is necessary. But like I said, we have to be brave enough to lean in and do the work and also allow ourselves to be supported. And what I will say before I wrap up this episode is if you are somebody who struggles to trust yourself, remember that at the end of the day, you are, you are the universe. You are connected to source. You are connected to God. You are connected to that higher power through your subconscious mind. And if you don't trust yourself, so if you're living in an energy of doubt, and that is where that is your dominant state of being, you're going to receive and attract more reasons to feel that doubt in your world. And if you don't trust yourself, essentially you're saying, I don't trust that I'm supported. I don't trust in a higher power. And so really ask yourself, what is one way in which I, I can allow myself to start trusting myself. And like I said, start with the low or something that doesn't really have a big impact on your life. Go to a restaurant, 10 second rule, see what you order. And I guarantee you're going to actually really enjoy the meal that you do order. And if you do this, please come and tell me on Instagram. My handle is at kushbudar.kwe. I would love to hear your experience. And like I said, if you are feeling stuck, change the narrative right now saying, you know what? I'm open. I'm open to receiving the guidance. My intuition is always doling my way and I'm going to do what is necessary to tune into that voice and you will get your breakthrough. You will get that aha moment. You will get that epiphany and you will receive the necessary guidance required for you to take your next step. And I cannot wait to hear what unfolds. And if you are at a stage of your journey whereby you are ready to do the deep internal work rather than constantly looking outside of you for answers, so that you're actually able to draw in your bigger desires faster and easier, then I do have a, have a couple of coaching spots open for my one-on-one coaching program, Uplevel Your Life, which is exactly this. Not only am I going to walk you through my signature dice technique to manifestation, but we're going to identify your blocks, clear out your resistance, and essentially weed out all these doubts, fears, insecurities, and limitations that have been paralyzing you so that now you are operating from a place of your intuition and actually moving in the direction of your desires. And if this is something you are ready for, then you can head to the show notes. There is a link for more details and also to apply. And in the meanwhile, I'm sending you love and all the abundant vibes. And I hope you have an incredibly satisfying day ahead. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfill podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week, but in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.